The following is a fourth-hand production. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and you know what that means. Stockings, snowmen, hot chocolate, nativity scenes, gingerbread men, horned goat half-demons that will drag children to hell. What? That's right. To go along with jolly old St. Nick, there's a more sinister Christmas character lurking beneath the shadows. Krampus, the Christmas demon. Santa might bring gifts for good little girls and boys. Krampus does not. The hairy beast beats the misbehaved children with sticks and sometimes even throws them in his sack to take them back to hell. So throw another Yule log in the fire, grab a glass of eggnog, and cozy up for one hell of a Christmas tradition as we celebrate the holidays the only way we know how next on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't always do a holiday episode, but you better believe that when we do, we're going to do it right. This is Hysteria 51. No, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we're your Yuletide hosts, John Goforth. I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. We've tried crazy glue, but it don't work. Have you tried staples? And Brett Hand. You are really Santa, right? No, I'm an accountant. I wear this fucking thing as a fashion statement, all right? And Brent, as we kick off this holiday merriment, regular listeners to the show know that every now and then we like to drop in a clip or two from a TV show or movie that seems to fit. That's right, John. Whenever the time seems right or Steve-Bob is sober enough, we'll drop something in. Number one, he hates bright lights. We know that. But you got to keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. And whatever you do, don't give him a bath. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. Right, so here's my dilemma. This being our holiday episode slash Christmas episode, do we use movies that are, what do I call them, holiday or Christmas adjacent? Caddy uh, corner? Caddy corner. <laughs> like, uh, like Die Hard. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Uh, and... And are those actually Christmas movies that don't need their own category? Like, do I need to call them something else or not? I don't think you need to differentiate at all. Welcome to the party, pal! To me, if a movie or a show takes place during the holiday season, count it. Hell, if they play Jingle Bells at some point, it works for me. Well, like an excited film. You're stupid. We've got a million fucking bulls out there. Everybody's watching us, and you get a fucking car. But it's telling me I'm excited? My mother's name. It's a wedding gift. I don't give a fuck whose name it's under. Are you stupid or what? Did you hear what I said? Don't buy anything. Don't get anything. Nothing big. Did you hear what I said? What's the matter with you? What are you getting excited for? What am I getting excited about? Because you're going to get us all fucking pinched. That's why. What are you, stupid? Good fellas. Yes, that was a holiday party. (laughs) You know what? I'm with you. While Die Hard is probably my favorite non-Christmas movie, Christmas movie, I'm also a huge fan of The Long Kiss Goodnight. 
Look, if you want me to talk in front of him, you may be asked to kill him later. What? Works for me, your call. What? Fire out the back if you have to. Jesus, old man, how many of those things you got? Three, one shoulder, one hip, and one right here next to Mr. Wally. Well, most pat-downs never reveal it, as an agent's often reluctant to feel up another man's groin. Any other questions? Yeah, what's the weather like on your planet? I just like to call it a Christmas movie, not a non-Christmas movie, Christmas movie, John. Uh, my bad. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good, too. But let's not forget the classics. Who didn't want a Red Rider BB gun after watching A Christmas Story? No, no, I want an official Red Rider carbonation. Do you want to get rid of my lay rifle? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. No! And not only that, but it's also how we learned to decode half the ciphers on this very show. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? I love your imitation of the Santa that kicks him <laughs> after asking for it. Maybe I'll do it in this episode if you're good. We'll see. You promise? Yeah, we'll see. All right. <laughs> My dad actually used to play that movie on repeat every year on Christmas Eve. Was uh, your dad AMC? <laughs> <laughs> it was TBS, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I don't know if you can call this next one a classic. Maybe a new classic, but what about Elf? Okay, people. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Definitely. Plus, Buddy the Elf endorses the official Hysteria 51 diet. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I mean, just look at me. Obviously. Come on now. Did you schmucks forget something? That's right. See, but we almost forgot our Jewish friends celebrating Hanukkah. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready with dreidel, I shall play. Thanks, Seabot. Our wives would have killed us. No idiots. I mean me, the third host of the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. The other voice you just heard. The third member of the show, Conspiracy Bot. I created Seabot in my lab to help produce the show. But lately, all he's been doing is getting drunk at comedy nightclubs. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I hear... I hear he's bombing. Yeah, it's been great. Anyway, I wanted to play for you guys my favorite quote from a Christmas movie. Well, hit us with it, dude. If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Brent and John. Right here, tonight. I want them brought there. Happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want them brought right here with a big ribbon on it. There. Head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit. They are. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's it? Rum. Huh. Um, well... Here's one thing, Brent. At least he finally did some editing. Silver lining, John. So he, another silver lining? I don't know. He's, it's more like a bad penny. He keeps coming back up. We have holiday guest with us in studio. Let's get the first one out of the way. Said bad penny. Joe Peck. Pecker. 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 Oh. 
His name is Pecker. Joe, welcome back. Hey, thanks, gents. And and by the way, this being a holiday episode and all, I did, in fact, bring gifts. So, Seabot, if you would uh, be so kind. No. Seabot, we talked about this. I'm not bringing that extra bottle if you don't. Fine. What is it? It's a, it's a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. <sighs> oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> Gifts, indeed. Uh, but it is not a Jelly of the Month Club membership. I'm sorry, John. Uh, but I do, I do have gifts. That's right. In fact, we all do. That's We're going right. to do a little Hysteria 51 gift exchange. Yeah, we yeah. put everyone's name in the hat. Everyone pulled out. Well, not exactly a hat, but a spreadsheet. <laughs> and then the good news is you can watch us do it live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With your mind. It's a test. So John, I got John. John, you got Joe, right? Right. And Joe got me. All right. Mm-hmm. So and here's how we're, since I got you, why don't we just do one at a time? We yeah, we, we, we do not know what we're getting. We're opening them live on the air. And, uh, we, the only, the only direction we gave was don't spend more than like 30 bucks and $30,000. And, uh, it should probably be in the spirit of Hysteria 51. <laughs> Mine is in a ripped Amazon box. Joe's is in a sack. John brought wrapped presents. <laughs> thanks for all the uh, thanks for the effort, guys. So, John, here you can start us out, and uh, you can open yours first. <laughs> Why is it moving? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Edna brought her cat. He didn't even tape it. He just did that thing where you put the <laughs> full the full you fold the overs. Yeah. <laughs> My mom used to tape boxes when I was a kid, and she'd put so much tape just to annoy us. So you had to like cut through eight thousand layers of tape. First gift. There's a few in there. There's a few. Ooh, the, I know what first that is. gift. Do you know what it is, John? Oh, you're looking at the picture. I believe I do know what this is, but I'm going to open it and find out. It's in a bag. Um, it is green colored. It is definitely made of um, yarn. I'm opening it. <laughs> yarn. It is. It is. Yes, I, it is what I thought it is. It is a face mask in the style of a um, Cthulhu. Uh, Cthulhu. Yeah. So it's the the winter Cthulhu. It's your it's your ski mask with tentacles. <laughs> so next time I rob a bank, I will do so in the style of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, who, yes. Who robbed you? The Dark Overlord of Depression. Oh, oh. There's, there's nothing more anonymous. Uh, sir, I think they were <laughs> robbed by the cure. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. One down. Next, I see a book. That's right. I, you know I love to read. I do. So I appreciate that. And intrepid listener at home, he also loves to cook. Oh, it, it is a, it's a cookbook. <laughs> 50 Ways to Eat Cock. <laughs> Hel- healthy Chicken Recipes with Balls. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's, it's delightful. I, I, the good news is when it's sitting on your shelf, I mean... At your house, like your in-laws, I'm sure, are going to find it very appropriate. Oh, let's read the back. Curious about cock? You're not the only one. Once revered for its virility and strength, the rooster has taken a backseat to the hen in more recent years. 50 Ways to Eat Cock takes a revealing look at the folklore, history, culinary culture, and nutritional benefits of this well-endowed ingredient. <laughs> I just I just love the concept of perusing through the titles on your bookshelf, and there's 50 Ways to Eat Cock. It will be, it will be featured front and center. Yeah, family's going to love it. Uh, up next. Oh. 
Oh. Oh, wait, that's yours. <laughs> that's, that's just, <laughs> He's just yeah. giving me something back that I already had. <laughs> <laughs> he, he keeps leaving his uh, his old Nintendo here, so I put it in the box. <laughs> a true, in a true Brent Hand gift fashion, he gives me my I'll own remember item to take it home. So amazing. Last but not least is more of a gift for Joe and I than it is just for you, John. I'm, ner- I'm nervous. Oh, it is a seat. Okay, so it is a um a seatbelt clip. So you can put these in a instead of actually putting on a seatbelt, you can put these in the clip so it doesn't ding at you if you don't want to wear a seatbelt. <laughs> oh, so don't leave it in the first get, car that you put it in. But I didn't one get over you on the man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's we'll show them. John will just sit I'll, in your car and is going ding 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 ding, and everyone has to raise their voice so they could be heard over him. <laughs> no, it's fine. Keep going. Ding ding ding. Well. Thank you, Brent. You're I welcome. appreciate it. I, th- that, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, I hope you enjoy is. your cock All recipes. Year. I absolutely. I will I will cook cock while dressed up as a Cthulhu. You know what we will do? We'll take a picture of everyone with all their gifts and we'll throw them on Instagram and everywhere for you to see them. So John John with Cthulhu mask eating cock. <laughs> Joe, why don't <laughs> you know? just sounds like a Tuesday? Me, Joe could go next. We'll I'm go going on a, next. We'll go in a all circle right. here. Circular. All right, Joe, here are your nicely wrapped gifts. I mean, this is incredible. Now, I, I I will admit I didn't wrap them. My lovely wife, Stacy, did. Oh, because they don't look like they're wrapped by a T-Rex with autism. So, yeah, <laughs> so John didn't do it. <laughs> so I don't even know how to describe what I'm doing here. Like, I've got gifts taped to other gifts. There's two gifts. It's gorgeous. I mean, this paper is just absolutely stunning. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. So it is a book, and I, I like John, as he mentioned, uh, do enjoy uh, reading mm-hmm. often. And so uh, this one. Hustler magazine. Think, uh, is, yeah, yeah, Hustler is. Brent, Brent by the way, I, I uh, swung through his, his bathroom earlier. And <laughs> and uh, although it's not terribly uncommon to run across, like, say, a Playboy in, some, in a man's bathroom, <laughs> Brent just went straight to Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> I told my wife, I said, we should get a nudie mag. She goes, if you're going to get one, make sure it's smutty. <laughs> I'm like, you got it, baby. So uh, <laughs> um, speaking of books that will look great on the shelf, uh, the title of this one is Images You Should Not Masturbate <laughs> To. <laughs> so... It's a close-up of a horse snout. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What are some of the pictures in there? Cucumbers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'd imagine. Rubber, uh, rubber, rubber gloves. pink gloves. Uh, and a jelly donut with a bite out of it. Uh, oh, a famous statue. I actually have personally have taken a picture <laughs> from this angle of this statue in Boston. I know what this I is. Someone masturbated to it. Someone it's, from your uh, it's incredible. Page. This is this is fantastic. It's uh, there's like a, an oyster of some kind. I mean, this is just quite quite the ordeal. Wow, John. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't even know. It's how to a knot in a tree with two hands, looking <laughs> yeah, like they're spreading it open. It's incredible. I don't even know how to describe now that, them. That that was worth every penny. That's a winner. Yeah. That's, now we get to the big chunky. Box. Now we get Here a we big go. dog. Yeah, like this thing's huge. That's what she said. Oh, I'll just keep those coming until you get this oh. uh, unwrapped. We're going. We're going with the end. Joe's opening. doing a good job of not tearing into it, but like you know, like. Like Joe was always told, just keep that and we'll reuse it next year. Well, I mean, I'm not seven. Ooh, what is this? I what? already like it. Gummy bear anatomy. Sweet. 4D. Oh, easy assembling. That's good for me. <laughs> um, it, it's a, it's a gummy bear 
but then it, it, it it's, it's like got a like a skeleton worm. and organs and everything inside. So it's like an anatomically correct gummy bear. <laughs> that is awesome. That's correct. So you can literally take them apart and pull his yeah. organs out. Well, that's what I like to do with my gummy bears when I'm eating them, but they're so small. Yeah. So, John, this is a very convenient. You know what's funny about gummy bears is they got the small ones or the giant ones, and for some reason to me, the giant ones are disgusting looking. But when, when we say we say gummy odd. bear, uh, listener at home, this one's the size of like a large dish plate. Yeah, this, like, is, yeah. this is big. This is this gotta is be the what, size eight, of like your inches? normal size teddy bear. Would like, you say, small John, eight inches? Brent, yeah. Brent wouldn't know. Hold on, John, you might. <laughs> I can. I can give you a pretty good guess. But Lisa, you want to produce Lisa? Is that about eight inches? <laughs> well, so yeah, it, uh, you pull it apart. It's not like obviously made of gummy. It's like plastic. You pull it apart in like the brain and the spine. And <laughs> you sure it's not made of gummy? <laughs> That'd be incredible. <laughs> we'll throw some well, pictures gonna, of it on. Actually, yeah, yeah awesome. absolutely. We'll put pictures up and. Uh, I'll, I'll even send some live action pictures once it rests, uh, yeah. settles nicely into my office. Yeah. On the, on the D- I'm assuming disassembled. Of course. Yeah. Right next to the statue of Winston Churchill, uh, <laughs> is I believe where this one's going. Perfect. Right. I think, which was gifted fitting. to you, I believe, from the, the good people of Great Britain, right? No, oh, that's true. That's true. It was, uh, specifically sent to me by them <laughs> for, for my All work, of them. for my work on Hysteria 51. <laughs> All right. It's and Brent. Like I said, I got the. Oh yeah, let him the let him hear it. Is that like a Trader Joe's bag? Yes, but Ooh. it's not from Trader Joe's. I'm excited already. This is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is a beer bong that is a skull and spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for your uh, your winter party, That's Brent. Right. <laughs> I am way too excited for this. Oh, the listeners oh, definitely yeah, here are we excited. Go. Look at this. Yeah, it's like your normal, like, I don't know, like, what is it? Three and a half feet long beer bong made of bone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actual bone, by the yeah, way. This, this isn't is, uh, this isn't plastic. It tastes like raccoon. I don't know if that's <laughs> 100% on that, but it's definitely some sort, or marmot of some sort. Marmot. <laughs> So that's our gift giving. It was a. It's just actually good. Good idea, Johnny. It was like a week ago. He's like, "Hey, you guys want to do a a gift thing?" We're like, "Sure." Yeah, Turned out man. great. Merry Christmas, fellas. Like, I love this. I don't think I could put it in my mouth. I'm. I, I sound I, like Stacy Goforth. No, I've. But- <laughs> wow. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I, I can tell you when I received it, or when I when I brought it home, and it was like sitting there on my counter. I was like. Man, like I'm a little uneasy at the concept of actually trying to drink out of this thing. Like I don't, I don't know if I can do it. So now that we got the uh, the gifts for the people in studio out of the way, perhaps the greatest gift of all. Uh, gifts, uh, lack of a better term, because he's not here, so we didn't buy him shit. But one of the greatest <laughs> gifts of all, coming from Skype, we have one more guest, Dan Kozu. On top of being a comedy writer for the Hard Times, he hails from one of these fucking backwards-ass crazy countries that actually believes in Krampus. Dan, welcome to the show. I hope I did you you know, justice with that beautiful beautiful introduction. You did. Merry Krampus. Krampus knocked. Merry Krampus? Yeah, exactly. We were talking before the show about all the different pronunciations and how I pr- mispronounce everything. So I'm sure this is going to just be delightful. <laughs> it'll fit. It'll fit right in yeah, with everything else. That's exactly right. For those of our listeners who have not heard of the hard times or haven't read, uh, tell us a little bit about that website. 
Sure. Uh, Hard Times is basically the onion for music. Uh, it started, I think, in the Bay Area. And it was sort of a, a for the punk scene there, kind of for any punk that had a sense of humor. Uh, they kind of started this website exactly three years ago. Their their anniversary was like a day ago. And uh, and they just branched off into the hard drive, which covers uh, pop culture and video game satire. So one of my favorite articles you did was uh, Cinemax is now showing after midnight softcore punk. <laughs> 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 what was the one, too, that you wrote about the uh, local bully? Makes fun of homosexual kid because oh. of his birthmark, not because of not, his sexual. Not because of his sexuality, exactly. <laughs> Our progressive culture. You're like, it's like a, a guy can't help for falling in love with who he loves, but that fucking thing he was born with is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Brent's telling his joke for him, too. <laughs> I know, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> to, to him. Yeah. To him, even better. I'm telling our, our dear listeners. It makes me feel good. Keep complimenting me, please. That's right. That's right. He sees through it. He knows what's up. So everyone at home, what the hell is Krampus? Well, John, what the hell is Krampus? You want to tell us? I would love to. So in folklore, so so dear listener, um, we always approach the topics that we talk about on this show as they could be real. They might. They we we don't know. We approach with a an air of skepticism, um, and we you know kind of come to conclusions at the end. I, I we are we are approaching this one because we we know from the start that it is folklore. It what, is, what it is myth. That's not what Joe said. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Joe also still believes in Santa Claus. Well, you're telling Do you also not believe in Hella Krampus's mother. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is everything Dan was taught as a child is complete bullshit, John, and I don't really approve of that. <laughs> Yeah, and Dan's got the welts <laughs> from being beaten with uh, reeds in That's a right. burlap sack. Those are birch it. sticks, I'll have you know, but we'll get to that. We'll it only happened when he was insolent, so it's okay. So let's let the <laughs> listeners catch up. In folklore, Krampus is a hairy, horned, cloven-hooved, half-goat, half-demon. Oh! Yeah, that. <laughs> with bells, chains, birch rods, and sometimes a basket who, during the Christmas season, punishes children who have misbehaved. He's my grandpa, minus the cloven hoof, is what we're getting at. <laughs> That's essentially what we're what we're saying, yeah. They're they're taking the whole you're getting you you are supposed to give him a drink if he comes to your house, by the way. So Krampus oh, schnapps, nice. right? I yeah, exactly. What it's called. We uh, always have bottles of, of booze just sitting out, so I think it's safe just in case. Here. So is that like leaving out cookies and milk for uh for yes. for old Saint Nick? You leave out schnapps for Krampus? Exactly. Yeah. Old Saint so he's, a, Saint. he's a drunk that hates children and ruins Christmas. It is uh, everybody's grandfather, yeah, I think. Everyone's favorite uncle. And, and the Dutch believe he's a Spaniard. <laughs> believe it or not. I don't know if you guys came across that. Was that racist? No, I don't even know. Yeah, in the yeah. Netherlands. If in there's the Netherlands, two things I hate in this world, it's intolerance <laughs> and the Dutch. <laughs> So back to back to Krampus. Uh, punish, punishment ranges if he gets you. If you've been bad, punishment ranges from getting coal as a gift. That's that's where that oh, that old thing came. So that from. comes from that exactly. Mm. To being hit by those sticks. To being drug off to hell <laughs> or Spain. I mean that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty big uh, uh, paradigm. It is a uh, wide spectrum. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying he's a he's a Christmas demon. I mean he is in short he's dragging you to oh, fucking yeah. hell. Yes, yeah. the Christmas demon. I think would be a, a good way to refer to him. Right. Which in contrast, you got Saint Nicholas who rewards well-behaved children. 
And, you know, that's a, that's a little bit of a, it's a, a bit barter different. system there. <laughs> You're like, well, well, you don't want to go to hell. Maybe don't hit your sister. I, I also love that the reward Krampus gives is a bundle of those sticks to remind the children all year long to keep being good <laughs> or they're going to get the sticks. <laughs> they're going to get beaten. <laughs> So you're probably thinking, why the hell haven't I heard of it? You've probably heard of Krampus in the last couple of years because it's kind of main mainstream how they had the movie in 2015. But Krampus is mostly European, likely originating in Austria and across the German-speaking Alpine region. <laughs> they just sang his praises over the Alps is, is I think, what they were saying there. Sound of Music was originally about Krampus. That's right. They just changed it to the Nazis. And before they Nazis. rewrote it, it was yeah. Krampus. Yeah. I did not that, know that. A lot of rewrites. It's J.J. Abrams was involved. <laughs> that guy does everything. He's everywhere. He does everything. Man. So the, the other thing is, there's no one story on this shit. Like, in some reasons, he's a companion of Santa Claus. And since the 17th century, the two have been linked in a sort of Christmassy yin-yang, kind of like, you know, Jesus and the devil or something like that. Krampus is St. Nick's dark companion. And like we said, whenever I think of Christmassy yin yang, that's what I think of mm-hmm. Jesus and the devil, which I want to say Always. is probably Wu Tang's third best album. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you got, is that the one that there's only one copy of? Yes. Yes. It's floating. It's floating around. That, uh, what, what was uh, the I bought, uh, I, pharma dude bought? Yeah. That, that pharma the, guy bro. That, the guy that everybody uh, hates. Yeah, pharma bro. Yeah. Yeah. I hear some juggalos have some bootlegs though. If you want to, you want to try to find some, if anyone does the juggalos, of course. <laughs> But then you have to interact with Juggalos to get it. So, <laughs> which so. we live in Illinois, and the uh, in Southern Illinois, the Juggalo Fest up until last year was held. I don't know the gathering of the Juggalos was held in Southern <laughs> Illinois. Every I don't year. know, if, but if you have to interact with them, I'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze on that one. I don't know. Fago's pretty good juice, dude. I don't know. This is a good point. <laughs> uh, they had the commercial in one of their albums. Fago, send your mama straight up to the stove. Tell that bitch to bring home a Fago. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> I don't know what those crickets are about. That's fucking, that's phenomenal. I'm surprised they didn't go platinum. <laughs> your, your rendition? Yes. Yeah, your rendition. <laughs> it's going platinum. But it sounds like a dark thing, Krampus, but he's even featured on holiday greeting cards called Krampus Carton. Krampus Carton. Krampus Carton. <laughs> you have to say it like that is, is my it's point. It's true. Yeah. Some households even had year-round decorations meant to remind kids to be good or Krampus would get them. Now, I thought that was that's- the cross. But it turns out it's it's Krampus stuff. That's what is that what you were talking about, Joe? Perhaps the the sticks that they're given. Yep. Now, now remember, mm-hmm. this. December fifth is his big night. Krampus knock. Krampus knocked. Krampus visits children and hits the bad ones with sticks, or as we said, drags them off to the aforementioned hell. Puts them in his sack or his basket, depending on which one he's carrying. Mm-hmm. And the next day, though, <laughs> is Nicholas Tog. Or St. Nicholas Day, the, the same St. Nicholas whose Dutch name, Sinterklaas, became Santa Claus. Do you gentlemen know where Santa Claus came from? The North Pole. We, I mean, yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah, knows. I thought that oh, was yeah. pretty obvious. Duh. <laughs> the, well, unless you're in Japan, then he comes from the moon. <laughs> so the modern day concept of Santa Claus, obviously we know it's rooted in, in St. Nicholas. But, you know, when we think of the jolly old man with reindeer and all that, came from none other than Sleepy Hollow himself, Washington Ooh. Irving. You're saying Santa's American? Santa is American. Not anymore. I'm leaving. Oh, Your president. Oh, 
for me. My home, sweet home. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Not, not he's not exactly. Uh, same hold on, day. hold on, hold on. I just I'm envisioning a revving Camaro after that. All right, keep going. Sorry, <laughs> it's starting to get turgid. And a, and a, and, and a bald eagle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could play Rock, Flag, and Eagle, Charlie's song from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. St. Nick is actually a Christian saint who lived around 300 A.D. in what is now Turkey. But Washington Irving wrote essays and stories that helped shape the specific modern-day idea of Santa Claus. Uh, in, in fact, his uh, 1809 book, Knickerbocker's History of New York, first portrayed a pipe-smoking St. Nick soaring over rooftops in a flying wagon. A radio a, flyer? A radio, yes. Uh, delivering <laughs> presents to good girls and boys uh, and switches to bad ones. I could ju- Knickerbocker's History of New York, I just see this cartoonish... the. The New York Knicks instead of the Globetrotters being like, cartoon, like, hey, children, this is the history of New York. Come on, Medlaw. Remember, and, and all the, and Curly and all the, the guys. Patrick the Ewing. Yeah, well, well, that's who he <laughs> Globetrotters from the, uh, the old Scooby Doo mystery. Yes. <laughs> that old claymation, Knicks save Christmas. It was a good one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He just needs a dentist. All right. So <laughs> let's talk origin. Well, Krampus roots have nothing to do with Christmas. What? Yeah, instead they date back to pre-Germanic paganism in the region, which a lot of Christian and, and things... Who like was that. it? Who could it possibly be? Was it... Oh, I don't know. Say it! Yes, Seabot. Yes, exactly who it was. Word. So his name originates with the German Krampen, which means claw, and tradition has it that he is the son of the Norse god of the underworld, Hell. So it's not just a clever name. It's a uh, yeah. poignant. Well, it's also very timely. Like it's got a good tie into Thor Ragnarok, which exactly. is out right now. So wouldn't that have been awesome if, if riding just the fucking Krampus comes out to fight the Hulk? Stop giving <laughs> stuff away, man. <laughs> not everyone's seen. Not everyone's seen the movie. So this legendary dude also shares characteristics with other scary demonic creatures in Greek mythology, including. Satyrs and Fonz. So Fonz is in like he's got these cloven hooked legs. Satyrs had the horns. Is it Satyr or Seder? Satyr, Seder? I don't well, know. Seder is the Jewish pronunciation. Seder. So that's Seder dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like a, yeah. <laughs> Who was the famous one, Joe? Oh, Mr. Tumnus, right? From uh, the, the uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Are you hungry? Have a bite of this. Exactly. <laughs> So during the 12th century, the Catholic Church attempted to banish Krampus celebrations. Just like everything else, they att- it's at one point or another, if it existed in this world, the, the Catholic Church, church attempted John to banish it. Looked it looked like the They're- devil. They got to get rid of it. <laughs> They're currently trying to banish us. I don't know if you guys were aware. <laughs> I didn't see the petition. As, as of this morning. <laughs> yeah. I wondered what those people were doing outside of the studio. Yeah. Uh, lurking. <laughs> and then Krampus- I just thought that was Project Mayhem. No, that's true. That's true. His name was John So stupid Lord. abortions you guys keep giving. You got to stop with that. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, we went to um, – I just went to an aquarium, and uh, my wife and I are walking into the – They Vancouver- went fishing. It yeah. didn't go well. <laughs> my wife and I were walking into the Vancouver Aquarium, and they don't have uh, orcas or anything there. 
But there were literally dozens and dozens of people chanting and protesting. And we walk up to go in, and I'm that guy just walking through them. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me, trying to get in, you know, and I don't give a shit. Wait, were they? Were there some that were chanting, Hamom Shibub, Hamom Shibub, and then others that were protesting? Not only that, <laughs> they also had ha- tombstones of all the orcas that have died from the sea worlds around the world oh. since, like, the 50s. And they had them all laid up. So we walk up, and I'm like, so what's this about? And the guy there goes, we're just having a polite conversation. Like, is that polite? To them it is. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and we had a blast. Brent pulls out a sandwich. What are you eating? Some mahi-mahi. Yeah. Yep. Delicious. <laughs> this is important. Imported shark fin. It's, it's really Shark fin good. soup. Yum. <laughs> so unfortunately, or fortunately, the, the 12th century Catholic Church didn't banish it, and Krampus persisted. By the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into Christian winter celebrations by carrying Krampus with St. Nicholas. So, I know we're going to get to Dan here in a second, but do you guys remember Krampus before, like, 2010, let's nope. say? That's an arbitrary number, but here in America. Not not in the no. slightest. No, not at all. No. I don't either. Je- now, Dan, you've got background. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so my family is Slovenian, which is part of that Austrian empire, at least it was. And they, they're so you have beautiful Ottomans really- all throughout your house, is what you're saying? Yeah, oh yeah, and we, we try and take over as much. Hola, David, me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So (laughs) you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. (laughs) In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's they design it for long-term retention, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and Mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for very limited time. His Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 
50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Planned as we can in the neighborhood. Uh, but our Krampus is actually called Parkle. Oh. And so I couldn't find where that term came from. So, but they, we call him Parkle. Um, well, not we. I, I've never known about uh, Krampus. Oh, or you, only Dan calls him Parkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we play Canast on Thursdays. <laughs> so, did your uh, family I, I did, tell you about it growing up? Or was that something? No, that not growing up. I actually contacted my dad when I found out I was going to be on this episode, and he was like, no, 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 no. And then he said, oh, wait. And he kind of remembers his mom threatening him. That Parkle was coming. So it'd be, it, it, instead of like him actually showing up like they do, I think in Slovenia, he actually sh- like he shows up like it's a big thing. And, and whether or not he's he's like you've been naughty or nice, but he kind of I think in America, he kind of became a threat. Like Parkle's going to come and get you if you don't behave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. He but sees yeah, like, you when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, so you with a stick. So in Slovenia, what you're saying is he's basically Slobodan Milosevic, yeah. <laughs> is what we're talking about here. And he brings genocide instead of sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done, well done. <laughs> Parkle, it, it looks very similar, except for some reason, ours has a very long red tongue, like like a uh, like Gene Simmons. Remember? Yeah, exactly. So but some like, of and them, so yeah, some of them have like a forked, almost like serpent tongue or dragon tongue i've seen that on some of them yeah and there's also a amateur basketball team called the parkle and they have like a red demon is there it's it's like the coolest logo i've ever seen for uh (laughs) (laughs) amazing wnba right (laughs) yeah the slovenian wnba (laughs) everyone i'm so confused right now i was just starting to wrap my arms around krampus and now there's a whole nother demon that Mm -hmm. i have to i mean we can't just rename demons I mean, this is a different demon. They always tell you the wrong name because if you know their real name, John, you have power over them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay, so which one's the right name? Gary. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. <laughs> two, two R's. Yeah, with two R's and an I. 
<laughs> he hangs out at, at coffee shops and wears a lot of Ugg boots with women named Amy. A-Y-M-I-E-E. Amy. <laughs> and the I is dotted with a heart. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a pentagram. <laughs> Call back. So uh, gentrification ruins everything. That, you know, nothing... Nothing it can't you do without a little gentrification. That's right. <laughs> so modern times is the only time that I've heard of them, but modern doesn't have to start right now. In the aftermath of the 1923 election in Austria, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Dolphus regime under the Fatherland's front and the Christian Social Party. So, hey, you know, they're putting a stop to it. Then in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. Now I have a machine gun. I don't think they meant he was Alan Rickman. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred and continues to today. And the Krampus tradition is being revived in Bavaria as well along with local artistic traditions of hand-carved wooden masks. So that's fun. Who who doesn't like a good hand-carved wooden mask of a goat demon? Everything is just made in China now. Yes, exactly. That's where I got my Krampus mask, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, if we're talking about these masks, and like he was talking about the long tongue, what's this guy look like, John? What the hell's... Give us a description. It's sort of all over the place, uh, depending on which picture you see or who you ask. But they do share some common... Or what's the Slovenian one? Peter? Was that his name? What the hell was his name? Sparkles? Sparkle. Sparkle. Sparkles. The Christmas pony. (laughs) Nay. It's like that, uh, like that uh, squatty potty commercial. Yeah. He shits, uh, shits frozen, frozen yogurt. yogurt, or the new one where the one's shitting gold bricks. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, they do share some common characteristics, though. Uh, he's hairy, usually brown or black. Mister Hanky, the Christmas poo, small and brown. He comes from you. He loves me, and I love you. <laughs> no, see, bot, not that, not like that. <laughs> and who? And who's black? like that like that that you you're in trouble if it's coming out black yeah you might want to see a doctor yeah mm-hmm. uh has cloven hooves and the horns of a goat uh has a, a we were talking about this before a long pointed tongue that hangs out like a ser- serpent or something like that uh <laughs> fangs of course why hey, you mm-hmm. can't get away from without fangs uh krampus carries chains thought to maybe symbolize the binding of the devil by the christian church oh that's fun yeah. Uh, I think it's because he's always on his way to a tractor pool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I thought it was to tie up all the children. I mean, it's, how else are you uh, going to tie up kids? Uh, I mean, you, you know, no, their tiny hands slip right through the chains. No, I was just I was letting <laughs> he, it doesn't was, work well. He was speaking way you, sp- you like sound like you're speaking from way too much experience there. <laughs> I thought John was looking for pointers, so I, I wanted to bow out. <laughs> he has a newborn. He has a newborn at home that probably cries a lot. <laughs> the chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. Mm. It's like bells what did hell? Satan put put bells on him so he knew, knew where Krampus was at all oh. times? Yes. <laughs> now we know for whom the bells toll. Oh, oh, oh no. It's a groaner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for a Metallica pun, but I don't know. <laughs> that's the that's the the bell of shame. The bell of bells. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> of more pagan origins are the Ruten, 
bundles of birch branches that <laughs> that Krampus carries and with which he occasionally swats children. Oh, hey. But only his own because you never want to punish someone else's child, you know. No. That's Unless it's doing. Adrian Peterson. That's true. <laughs> is he is he Krampus? <laughs> Have you ever seen him together? No. no. Not that you mention it. I, I've never oh, seen his tongue. As, Airtight. And, and as we get close to Christmas, he mysteriously goes on the IR. Well. Like he's got other stuff to do. Or oh. or and or the Vikings are never in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just gone from the team. Now they're in the playoffs. And now they are. And look who won't be. The Cardinals. Exactly. Uh, the rootin' may have significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be in our? That, you want to be in our club? I got to beat you with a sack of reeds. Wait, right. So the the pagans were the first fraternities. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. that's exactly it. They drank. They invented butt chugging. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to think John perfected it. So. <laughs> Thank you. It's a group effort. Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back, uh, obviously to carry the children uh, down to hell to you know either just keep them there or eat them. And sometimes going back to those those birch branches, sometimes they're replaced with whips, John, and he whips them, ties them up and whips them, whip it Pinky. good mm. into shape. Yeah, drags the children to, to hell. So yeah. Fifty Shades of Krampus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh, it would be yeah. so good. <laughs> Once now is the time on Hysteria 51 when we dance. <laughs> <laughs> and go to break. Yeah, it is break time, kids. But when we come back, we're going to talk Krampus and pop culture, symbolism, and how it fucks up children, or maybe doesn't. It all depends on how you look at it. All that and more when we return on Hysteria 51. <laughs> I will beat the children with reeds. The Krampus song. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> we are back. Hopefully you had a chance to go get some some Krampus schnapps. Maybe some Krampus nog. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing, but it is now. Maybe it you is, took a yeah. Krampus. I don't know. Uh, before the break, we told you. Oh, God. Before the break, we told you about the origins of Krampus, who he is, who he was, where he came from. What he, what he thinks about, what his aspirations are, who he sees himself as in five years. Now we're going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) He's very upset that he never became a banker. (laughs) Just always, I'm good with numbers, damn it. Death followed him wherever he went. Now we're going to tell you a little bit about how he's popped up, why why he's on everyone's radar, where he's popped up in pop culture. And I think the good place to start is the 2015 movie, Krampus. St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. It's appropriately named is what you're getting at. It is. It is. If you haven't seen it, you're probably thinking, oh boy, bad B-horror movie. It's not that bad. It has it has like a a a minus list actors in it. Yeah, and it, it's dark. Yeah. It's dark, but it's got some good. Like you said, it's got some good people. It's got fucking uh, David Kochner in it. I love him. I told you we should have gone to my brother's. Sure, Howard Christmas on a pig farm. Jesus was born in a barn. Yeah, uh, uh, Adam Scott, who's 
in everything. Uh, you know? Tony Collette is yeah. uh, the wife. That's yeah. right. How are we going to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity? Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. It's, it, it's dark, and it gets darker. The first, I, the first 45 minutes or so mm. are kind of like a dark National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then and then it and then, then it turns into West Craven, <laughs> you know, with, with a splash of de- demonic toys, you know. So yeah, just a splash, just a splash. I love the foreshadowing of of uh, how everyone's losing their Christmas spirit, and the in the foreshadowing of the grandmother from the old country. Who's why is there always the one old grandma who doesn't speak English and knows everything, but doesn't want to tell you what's happening? You no, don't find never. it out until it's in the middle of it. I always knew this would happen. Yep. Oh, thanks for telling. <laughs> Telling us, you old fucking coot. Yeah, seriously, she saw this coming from a mile away. Thanks for the warning. It's all about losing Christmas spirit, as you said. Krampus comes to to punish this family, and they literally open a pit to hell and throw the family in it. Now, but before that, Krampus himself doesn't come to get the family. Oh no, he sends his his possessed toys and his elves, which are you know evil in this rendering why do why do they always possess toys in these movies why not a household appliances it was, or, yeah, that's right. a great question well they did possess the angel on top of the tree and mm, uh, yes they possessed the gingerbread men and uh the funniest was the funniest robot? part funniest part of the of the movie for me um david keckner is in the kitchen and he is being attacked by gingerbread men and they are they are the th- three little gingerbread men are working Not together just a bunch of redheads that work for butternut these are actually like <laughs> <laughs> like anamorphic uh, cookies uh, they are working together to shoot a uh, nail gun at him and uh, as they're shooting the nail gun at him he finally gets a hold of a shotgun and is able to shoot it at them, explode something, and they catch on fire. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he blows two of them away. The third one is just about to get him. And, uh, it, it just as it's about to, to, you know, kill him in some way, shape, or form, the dog runs up and eats it. <laughs> I like to think <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I like to think that no matter what's going on, if I got a gingerbread cookie coming at me, I could take it. <laughs> like it, it's on fire and it doesn't have any weapons. I'm pretty ah, fuck. I'm a fat guy. I might have been the one to eat it. You know, I mean, in the <laughs> okay. in the continuum of things, I'm concerned about becoming possessed and attacking me. Gingerbread cookies are very low yeah. on the list of concerns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. well, sure. One, but how many? How many gingerbread men do you think it would take to overpower you? Mm, that is a great question. It's like the old. Uh, how many five year olds could you I, beat up? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with twelve. I think wow. twelve no, gingerbread cookies could overpower know. me. They are demonic, though, so I mean, you know. Yeah, they've got like demonic power. I mean, yeah. they're not just a regular oh, yeah. gingerbread. Your mother cookie. bakes cookies in hell. <laughs> a regular gingerbread cookie's arm would break off the moment it tried to. Right. to the moment it tried to pick up a, yeah. a, a a nail gun. So they're they're demonic. They have extra power. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I suppose a demonic cookie is probably a, one step above a demonic blanket as far as like what's gonna <laughs> but, really get you but that demonic blanket is wet so keep that and in then, mind now there were the other there were all the other toys that they were fighting in the attic there was the robot the jack-in-the-box which is terrifying Always. kind of a throwback yeah. from like killer clowns from outer yes. space it's a clown eating people so that's fun then there was the doll with the big black mouth was that the or was the, that the, the angel, angel. Or was, that was that the, the angel, angel? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like a angel yeah 
it, it, it kind of it had looked, like the head of a doll. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the head of a doll, and it was the tree topper. It kind of had that almost Pan Asian feel to old the old uh, uh, Japanese horror movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, with real wings. With uh, yeah, it was disturbing. Yeah, it was. It was. So yeah, the, these things are just working for Krampus, and they're they're in the house to 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 steal everyone away because. Long story short, this kid had finally given up on Christmas. He was the tie that his family him. sucked. Like, yeah. Cause Dave, if you haven't seen a movie, David Koechner's character is kind of like cousin Eddie in, <laughs> yeah. uh, Christmas vacation but with money. But yeah, they show up and the whole family is a bunch of idiots. Adam Scott's character and Tony Colette, they're the normal, they're the normal family. And yeah, yeah. they're middle aged, no longer love each other. The yes. Normal family. Yes. <laughs> and so the son writes this letter, you know, just like wishing that, you know, the Christmas spirit would come back and he finally gives up and says, you know, what to hell with it all it, the christmas spirit's gone turns and out to hell with literally you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow oh, wow my biggest issue or craziness of this show is you get through the whole thing and he's literally throwing him out of the hell except for the boy he's leaving him as like mm-hmm. you know you'll learn and the boy like runs back to krampus and he's like no you know fucking take me instead and krampus like he doesn't speak, but he's like, fuck you, I'll take you all. Throws him in hell, and he wakes up, and he's in bed, and it's all been a dream. And then the he boy- runs downstairs, yeah. and it's this picturesque, almost uh, Norman Rockwell, Rockwell yeah. type of Christmas yeah. morning. There's treats sitting out, and they're all having hot cocoa and opening gifts. So then here's the thing that gets me, though. He opens his last gift, and it's a Krampus bell, and he realizes, oh, my God, it really happened. Everyone sees, and they look around, and I think they all realize, you know, he had told them, I had a bad dream. And they all start remembering, and it pans out, and it's in a snow globe, and Krampus is putting the snow globe on a shelf with all these other snow globes. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Yeah. Is that hell? Are are they in hell, and he's got it in that snow globe? Or was that just him looking in on their life? Or is that their now world? Oh. Think about See, that. See, I just saw the movie, and so I looked it up, and there's actually two conflicting like theories as to whether or not they're getting a chance to do it again <laughs> and have Christmas spirit, or yeah. if they're trapped. This is hell to repeat Christmas every day for I, the rest of the I, I guess that's, you know, it's a choose-your-own-adventure on that. Follow-up. Does Groundhog Day take place in another one of those snow globes? <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, I just blew your mind. Oh, the snow globe aspect blew me away because it's like the Tommy Westfall universe. I don't know if you guys ever watched St. Elsewhere, but on St. Elsewhere, they had an no. autistic boy. No, I'm not like well, 70. Oh, they had an autistic boy. <laughs> it was one of my, fav- my, my parents' favorite shows. They had an autistic boy, and he was always staring at snow globes. And... If you watch to the end of St. Elsewhere, it pans out and you realize that St. Elsewhere and everything that happened in it was all in his head inside the snow globe. He was creating this world. So St. Elsewhere never happened. But here's the problem. St. Elsewhere was a TV show that has had other TV shows from NBC co-starred to this day. And if you go to Google, you can search Tommy Westfall Universe and all of these fucking shows are intertwined by one character co-starring or whatever up into new current shows. So they're like, is it actually every fucking show on NBC is all in this Tommy Westfall kid's head? This autistic kid, he's just making them up. Really? Yeah. And this is, and people have made like plotted charts and shit. It's fascinating to drop down this, this, um, rabbit hole. That's Tommy Westfall. So in other words, you're saying Krampus runs NBC. Yes, is exactly what I'm getting at. Mm. Exactly. And saying elsewhere is also based on pagan tradition, yes, if I remember. Yes, exactly. 
<laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, so, yeah, he, Krampus is the devil, or at least you know, he symbolizes him. He takes people to hell. You're good, you get Santa, heaven. You're bad, you get Krampus, hell. Is it that transparent? Well, if, if if that's the case, if that's the through line you're looking for in the movie, Brent, where on the morality spectrum are you when you get evil gingerbread cookies? There, I mean, they're they're. Oh, you or the gingerbread cookie? Well, if if you're del- if if you're the recipient of evil gingerbread well, see, cookies, here's the problem. In that movie, the grandmother believed and never lost faith. Why did she get attacked and by the gingerbread cookies and the toys and everything? Mm. Oh, she, she was still paying for her she, earlier sins. She. But she got, but he let her have a second chance and she never forget, forgot the Christmas spirit. But it's a horror movie. In horror movies, once you make your initial sin, you never actually get a second chance. Is that why you've never had sex? Like you just don't want to, you know, you're, you don't want to get killed in a horror movie? What? Oh, come on. Everyone knows the way to die in a horror movie is to have sex or be black. Oh. I mean, one of those two. You're a black guy, you have sex, or you go to get something out of the, the garage. I'll be right back. No! All right, Brent. Let's let's move on from Krampus and let's move on to another wonderful, wonderful holiday treat <laughs> called a Christmas horror story. I don't even want to spend much time on this because this is a terrible. Fucking it's a great movie. movie. Uh, if you want to check it out, it is on Netflix right now. It's an anthology horror flick, but actually, all the stories tie in together. They all take place in the same town, uh, uh, which. Whose radio on air personality? Bill Shatner. None other than. Merry Christmas. One of the four stories revolves around Krampus hunting a family that behaved badly. This is Krampus, right? What's a Krampus? He's like an anti Santa Claus, a demon who punishes the naughty. He rips them, chains them up, stuff like that. That's fine. The final story actually involves Santa battling undead elves, and it ends with a battle between. Santa and Krampus. I knew it. Krampus. Vile enemy of Christmas. Kind of. Kind of. That's kind of a, you're overstating it there. It's a trick. It's all tricks. Prepare to be a bit underwhelmed. Yeah. And then they pull the old switcheroo on you. You know what? Let's not (laughs) give this one away because, you know, we already spoiled Krampus, Um, you know. Spoiler alert, it's evil. (laughs) Christmas Horror Story, if you really hate yourself, go watch it. It's Okay, now hold on, hold on. The whole movie isn't terrible. I wouldn't say the whole movie is terrible. I would say I didn't like the the reveal at the end. I didn't like the twist. Uh, You get to see changelings. You get to see high school uh, children have sex and then then blame it on rape i mean it's a barrel of laughs the entire time. <laughs> you get you get bill shatner getting drunk yeah um yeah. i you mean get anyway if you meet bill shatner yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you follow him on twitter no no well, every Ever now since and then especially since he's like fuck podcasts i'm you know they don't they're not worth my time every now and then he goes on rants sometimes they're political sometimes they're not and he really you, you when you see him i don't know how much work the man's had done but every now and then you forget that he's like literally 87 years yeah. old. Yeah. Or something he like looks that. fantastic. He does look incredible for 87, whatever and, he is. And I mean, think about when you think about an angry, old, drunk, 87 year old man, follow him on Twitter because that's what it reads like. That's mm, true. Okay. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, sold. Do, you, do any of you remember when he was on Wheel of Fortune? I don't know if it's on YouTube, but he, I mean, he must have been drunk because 
he literally was like interrupting people and trying to like spin without it being his turn. <laughs> <laughs> from the commercial, he was gone. They had replaced him with somebody else. Unbelievable. That is hilarious. That's awesome. Had they replaced him with Patrick Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did they improve upon Make the original? So. <laughs> All right, guys. So you're looking at this, this whole heaven, hell, and evil, and good, and Christmas, and shit like that. What do you think this does to kids, especially like little ones? It's, look at Elf on the Shelf. Have you guys seen this whole conspiracy about, they say Elf on the Shelf teaches them that surveillance is okay. Oh, Lord. It's the big machine coming down on them and saying it's okay to be surveyed, you know, under surveillance all the I time. I thought Facebook did that. Oh, that that's a given. They're starting at <laughs> younger age. You know, you're not supposed to be on Facebook until you're 13. You know, you got to start them young somehow. Look at it, though. Is it just bartering with them to be good to get rewards, or does it build character? And then the, when you're looking at that, is that the whole point of a lot of you know religions and things Why, like that? Well, let's, first, let's, let's stop, and, and let, I, I want to ask about Krampus. You're asking these questions. Is, is Krampus actually a thing? And what I mean, is it what a thing? I, yes, we're talking about it. What I mean by <laughs> that is, do parents, whether it be here or in Europe, still – you know how – like. To this day, obviously, parents uh, all across the world still tell their kids that their presence came from Santa Claus, yep. right? Are there pa- are parents somewhere, whether it be here or in Europe, telling their kids that, cr- that Krampus is now, a real thing? This is just what I read online, but online, yes, supposedly in some you know, Bavarian and Alpine, you know, Germanic places, they still very they much still, teach Still that. to this day, they do. Yes. Okay. I yes. think he still shows up, but I don't think the kids think he's really Krampus. Like, like if Santa, if you, if a kid goes on Santa's lap, he actually thinks he's meeting Santa. I think the kids know that this is just a game. They do a lot of parades Krampus. and things like that. And you see children exactly. like running up to him. So I think it's more of, um, yeah, it's more of, I, so I they don't, they that. don't actually think that if they misbehave, they're going to get eaten and drugged to hell. I don't think so. Hmm. I like to think they do. I have nothing to back that up. It just makes me <laughs> you, you like to think they think that, or what they do actually I, yeah. do get different. drugged to hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Dragging these kids to hell? They misbehaved. Oh, see you later. We're not he's, talking he's about what you enjoy, of, Brent. Yeah. We're talking about what's actually true. He's got a case of sass mouth. I guess to send him to hell. <laughs> I really don't know. I guess. I mean, I, we didn't. We didn't call our Bavarian brothers and, and find out. Well, here, so. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Regardless of, of, of the legitimacy of Krampus, I always thought the whole thing with Santa, you know, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. I always thought that was creepy enough. He knows if you've oh, yeah. been bad or good, so don't get drugged to hell. Hey! Like, I mean, Santa has some creepy vibe to him on his own. You don't really need the Krampus. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on, kids. Store's closing. Yeah. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Dan, what are your thoughts? I mean, what do you what do you think looking at this whole Krampus thing? I think this is Christian propaganda. I I because like they're taking they took a, a uh pagan god that people worshipped and turned him into an evil being and said this this is going if you if you like him he's going to drag you to hell and so i think it was the church trying to create a devil out of a satanic mm. panic yeah (laughs) call back i do really like the uh the the striper song krampus is everywhere so i mean you know it's (laughs) it's really good 
It's good stuff. I was reading. We were talking about Striper last week, and I was reading. They were talking to Striper like in 2017, recently, the lead singer, because they're still around. Ted Cruz. Yeah, he ran and for. He's uh, like, <laughs> he ran for the Republican nomination. And he's like, you know, we don't like to be labeled a Christian band. We are Christians who are in a band, but we're not a Christian rock band. Mm-hmm. And I, that's actually a good way to put it. He goes, because not all of our songs are, are, you know, about God. We just have to be Christians that are in it. He goes, you've got drunks and druggies in Guns and Roses. They're not a drug band, you know, and you've got. You got <laughs> Satan worshipers and I forget what band, you know, let's say dancing. I don't know. They're not a Satan band, you know, whatever. He's like, why are we a Christian band? He's like, because then you get pigeonholed and then you don't get play on the radio and things like that. And I was like, that's actually a really good way to put it when you think about it. But they do have, you know, you, their their number one song ever was to hell with the devil. So <laughs> fantastic track. It is actually. It's I, I like it. I'm not, I'm You're not ashamed. talented. Yeah. You, then you get accused of being the Zodiac killer and yeah, you know. it all downhill from there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so Joe Krampus, your thoughts. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's hard to relate to it just because you're not a Bavarian. You're not a Bavarian yeah. child. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe it's a culture thing because, like, it's pretty odd to me. The whole concept of, like, you know, I grew up where Christmas was, like, where it is at, man. Like, Santa yeah. Claus is, like, the coolest thing and, like, Santa everyone's Claus into this. Yeah, like, I, I I can't relate to what it would be like growing up where it's like, oh, but also there's Krampus. Like, I grew up where it was like, oh, you were bad? Ha ha, you're going to get a lump of coal. Yeah. Not, oh, you were bad? And you're, you're stocking that we're going to beat you with. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, a, like, it's, it's a crazy. block of soap shaped like coal in your stocking. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of all, all this stuff. But I do like the horns. It's true. <laughs> John, I'm giving it two thumbs up. You know, it's uh. <laughs> It's it's a, a way to get your kids to act good. I don't know. I don't got kids, but yeah, it's it. I, you make you brought up a really good point. Do they still teach it or not? From what I read online, some places still do. But I think kind of like Dan said, it's more tongue in cheek. Like ah, oh, you know, and they do Krampus parades and fucking crazy right. cosplay is on point in the Krampus community. Well, it makes me wonder, <laughs> and that's that's where I land on it. It makes me wonder how big it it even was. In those communities right. at that time, just because it existed there doesn't mean it was their go to belief system. Well, right. I think, I think and, maybe and, 500 and so years my, ago, though. But it, well, just because we know it existed there doesn't mean we we right. think that they all gathered around the fire and talked about Krampus. Right. We, right. we, did, we just know it was a thing. Of course, and in so, America, if you didn't believe it, we would have burned you. <laughs> you know, so so uh, who knows how much they actually used it? We know it's big today. It's because we love bringing shit like this back. Yeah. So we can get together, dress up like it and drink like it's yeah. a it's a reason to get together. There are Krampus fests all across the country. People dress up like it. You mentioned cosplay. You know, it, it it's just one more reason to be get together and be different. And like I said, drink. So I who knows if it was ever actually a big thing, it, but it's something to get together, talk about and make movies about. Speaking of cosplay, John. <laughs> Lisa, my wife's favorite time of the year was just recently. She works uh, right by the Donnelly Stevens Convention Center, this huge convention center in the Chicagoland area. And it was the Furry Fest. And every year you got to park across the street and walk. And they're always going in to this 
convention center and she's going to work. And so she's like, I saw like a puppy dog in leather chaps and, uh, oh, man. you know, and it was being walked by on a leash by a cat. By a club jump Yeah. And I'm not making this up every year. I, I never pay attention to when it is, but I always know because I get a call from her. She's like, oh, my God, it's Furry Fest. Why do you sound muffled? Are you in a costume? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So that's our story of Syria Nation. Had you guys ever heard of it before we had in the last few years here in America? Or are you from one of those countries where this was taught to you as a child? Let us know. Let us know in Hysteria Nation. Hop on Facebook, search Hysteria Nation, or you can hop on Facebook and just search Hysteria 51. That's the page where you can find all of our new shows. Hop on Twitter at Hysteria 51 pod, patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. You can get all sorts of extra episodes. Our up all nights are on there, plus a few songs, including our, I think I uploaded not too long ago, the Philadelphia Experiment rap that uh we had made john we had two of them yeah we had a, a professional that was written by the staff here at uh hysteria 51 <laughs> uh and 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 recorded by the staff here at hysteria 51 and then we also had one that was recorded by conspiracy bot how about that don't forget to leave us a voicemail 773-669-7277 we got a couple to play but we're going to get to those at a later episode uh, we'll play them in the next few episodes thanks for leaving them uh please continue to leave voicemails for us we really do appreciate it and don't forget if you forget any of this you can go to hysteria51.com the all new and improved hysteria51.com it's beautiful if you want to know what joe peck looks like there's a picture there is featured i'd I'd, I'd suggest against it featured guests speaking (laughs) speaking of featured guests dan dan kozu thanks a ton thanks for having me yeah yeah, we're glad that you your family came from what was it? What was it? Peter the Horned One? What the hell is that thing called? Parkle. Parkle. Parkle man. Why can't I remember Parkle? <laughs> Sparkles? Oh, that's right. John's favorite color, <laughs> glitter. Now I'll remember it. Wait, no, that was my favorite movie. Oh, I'm easily Get it right. confused. So where where can they find you online with your Hard Times articles? I don't have Twitter or anything, so uh, hardtimes.net. Yeah. The hard times. His parents don't allow him on there because it's the devil box. Thehardtimes.net. All right. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been Dan. I've been John. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. (laughs) Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. What you just heard was a podcast in the Poop Culture Extended Universe. For more great podcasts, make your way to www.poopculture.com. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.